At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John for episode two, and yes, that is an ad you heard. We're trying something new, so we will not be doing what I was originally going to do for content and read off random Christian Mingle profiles, like this guy who is 27 years old, 6'4", owns a Muppet of himself, Loves to cook, enjoys the cinema and long walks on the beach, hosts an Adventures in Odyssey podcast. <laughs> Just email I, us at adventurethroughodyssey at gmail.com. That is a joke. Is it? I think so. Well, you never know. Sorry, what were you going to say, John? <laughs> Let's just keep going. But it's fun. It's exciting to have ads. Yes. Uh, and uh, I can't legally tell you how long they are, but you can figure it out. What? What do you mean by you can't legally tell us how long they are? <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's an actual thing. I don't want to encourage you to skip over the ads. So... But okay. if you follow us on Patreon, for $1 a month, you can hear the episodes ad-free. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Be part of the Wits and Kids Club today. I'll probably have changed that name by the time this episode releases to something a little more canonically in with the show, but... A little more hip with the kids. Hmm. Kids, bro? A little more hip with the preteens, teens, and young adults who are likely listening to this podcast. That's a good point. I doubt current, like, eight- and nine-year-old Odyssey fans are listening to it. You never know, but you are definitely right. That's why we don't swear on this podcast. I feel like if that group was listening to us, we would have gotten some complaint from a parent by now. From all the time we've done this podcast, I feel like some parent would have been like, why did you say that on this podcast? I feel like I've cut out most of my questionable stuff in the past. It's true, but I still think someone would have been like, are you questioning something? It's like... And for our I also new view- think young children don't listen to podcasts. That's true. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's a whole backlog of old episodes on our YouTube channel. Link is in the description. The audio isn't great, so just be ready for that. Um. All right, so we're starting off episode two with episode seven. Promises, promises. Connie makes a resolution to be more patient no matter what, which turns out to be far more difficult than she imagined. 
I like the concept of this thing. It's like, oh, you're not going to get angry. I think it's a good, like, thing for, like, a teenager. Like, a good teenager episode. But I think at the same time, what causes her to snap is kind of weird. So I I would actually say this. Um, I get it. It's supposed to be something small. However, as a kid, I thought they meant an electric train as a toy, and some of those do have smoke. I now realize it meant like an Amtrak train. Yeah. Oh. I agree. I, 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 Will, you saying that right now just made me realize that it was a, um, it was an actual, like, electric Amtrak train. I feel like the problem is, uh, like, I think either this episode, the episode before this, or the episode after this, deals with a a model train i think yeah there are some model train stuff coming up in this episode because she even references the train set upstairs like oh that's clearly what they're talking about right i feel like that's what they're thinking of and it's still like an electric like train it's like electric trains don't have smoke and i guess like if it was an actual model of an actual electric train it wouldn't but still yes but this ep- this episode has one memorable element for me in that when the kids are trying to solve the cat riddle, just everything like, now all we have to do, now all we have, how many times is this all you have to do? This actually feels a little like, you know, if you go on our Patreon, you can hear our thoughts on the family portraits episodes. At the end of the month. At the end of the month. Um, however, it feels a little bit like a family portraits episode almost from having, like, like the the riddles almost feel like like having these like two or three like long riddles to fill up time. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say I feel like we could have used one or two scenes of Connie's patience being tested and not let's spend five minutes letting the kids solve this riddle. Right, and it and it feels like something. I think it partly feels like a little like the family portraits, but also like just clearly like they're still kind of getting the hang of writing it where they're like, oh, aren't the riddles fun for kids? When I think like kids seeing Connie try to deal with this situation could also be just as fun, like because you can make them wacky. I would agree. Yeah, I think they still weren't quite there yet. Maybe with the Foley or something. Foley is a term for sound artist kids, if you did not know that. Um, but this is also the first episode. As we just had a whole a whole little discussion about how we doubt children are listening to this podcast. Will says, just for you kids to know. Or adults or potential people who will respond to my to that dating profile we read. As a joke. Yes, this is the first episode to have removed Officer Harley. And although the wiki notes doesn't say it, if you go read the description of the episode... It's like Connie's writing to her friend Marcy or Debbie or whichever one it is back in California and talking about how she's met Wit, Tom Riley, and a comical police officer named Officer Harley. So clearly in that opening scene where we get a glimpse of Wit and a glimpse of Tom, there was probably an Officer Harley scene. Yeah. So so obviously he was edited out of some of the episodes where it was easy for him to be removed. Yeah. Connie's dog Kitty is mentioned, has another trivia fact. Connie's dog Kitty is mentioned in this episode. The dog is never mentioned again. <laughs> so he's the tiger of Adventures in Odyssey. Rip. I know. That's pretty funny. I because I remember that too. And it's it's like 
just like, oh yeah, Connie has a dog, sure. And they're just like, uh, let's never mention it again. Not even mention again is something to be said. I would agree. And because we know Focus on the Family listens to this show, if you've listened to our past shows, which we'll stop referencing now, they might bring Kitty back just to spite us. Connie's like talking about, they they go up to Connie and Connie's thinking about getting a dog. And he, she's like, well, I used to have a dog named Kitty, but she died right after I came to Odyssey. No, they got her in Odyssey. Oh, did they? Because she tells Marcy in the letter, we got a dog. So I'm assuming this was after they came to Odyssey. It got hit by a car right after we got her. Oh my gosh. I just feel like that would be the con. You're right. If they wanted to spite us, that would be what they would do. Absolutely. So but is there any is there any more spite? I guess we'll probably talk about this later, but we'll tease people with like, is there anything worse they could have done than chuckles? You mean buckles? Is it buckles? Yes. <laughs> Either one's pretty bad. Oh yeah, that's actually a discussion we can have, but I look, I have no problem with shipping characters. Unless they're going to do it, I always hate it when making of things tease you about it. Yeah. Also, Buckles is just a bad name because it's all of Buck's name and like two letters of jewels. I know. That's why I thought it was Chuckles, because at least it'd be more jewels and Buck. No, no, no. You know what it is? And maybe we'll transplant this to be the beginning of the episode as a discussion. They wanted a word that was a real word. It's true. For those of you who don't know, the Avengers and Ozzy blogger podcast did a whole thing where they called Jules and Buck their their couple buckles. It was an interview on the podcast because I've started listening to the Odyssey podcast again because they now sometimes put out interesting content like. They, buckles. They were, yeah. Or Odyssey Jumpstart, which they said was going to start in January, but has yet to start, which was a video series that's catching you up on the context of Odyssey, so you don't have to listen to 700 episodes, which is fine. But why did they get Say Goodnight Kevin to do it? I don't. What's the? I don't even know what Say Goodnight Kevin is. It's a YouTube channel that reviews Christian movies in the way the nostalgia critic and like-minded YouTubers used to review movies in the 2010s interesting that does seem like a really weird choice i don't think he's posted anything in a while i feel like he actually got a job with focus on the family this is no hate i just i'm just a little surprised i guess we got a job at focus that's one thing right anyway we, we can come back to this later i feel like there's a whole well of podcast things we could discuss yeah please do not send that please do not send anyone we just mentioned uh emails they're sending the 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 Adventures Through Odyssey podcast is back, and they're and they're throwing the shade again. Yeah. I don't even know who these people are. All we said was it would be funny if if the Odyssey writers brought back Kitty the dog after we mentioned him. We fell down a rabbit hole, didn't we? Yeah. Anyway, let's pull out of the rabbit hole because I actually do want to say something about this episode before we go. I think this is the first episode that comes the closest to feeling like a traditional Odyssey episode with Connie and Wit like making the deal, their talk at the end. It's the reading of the riddles in the middle that throws it. I feel like Wit's flop is still pretty 
close, but I get what you mean. It's one of, there were a lot that didn't feel like it. Yeah. Right. Wits flop is a strong episode. I'm saying like in terms of what the formula would eventually become. Gotcha. 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 But yeah, you definitely see that on Wits flop too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next episode, dental dilemma. A boy plants fear in the heart of his younger sister as she anticipates her first major dental appointment. Unfortunately for him, his plans backfire. Now, this used to be a family portraits episode. Yes. It feels so weird because, you know, family portraits are supposed to be for adults and kids. That, like, this is very much like a kid's episode. Agreed. Especially with, like, the the dentist helping get revenge on, like, the brother. I was about to say, this episode takes a soup, not a goofy turn. Like, I appreciate that this dentist is kind of friendly. I always remember it in my head he was also teaching Sunday school. That's not true, but. Yeah. You know, he goes the extra mile to make kids not afraid of him. But, yes, the dentist thing at the end kind of feels like, uh. In a weird way, like a proto-Odyssey, let's have the adults kind of get in on the revenge as well thing. Who writes the discussion questions on the wiki? Is that from AO, AIO? I think that's either from the website or the Adventure Club. Because this episode's discussion of... There's two very funny questions. First, do you think all teasing is bad? I'd love to hear, like, why or why not? I'd love to hear, like, the art, like, a, like what, what could a yes answer that to be? Also, how do you think Jesus feels about it? Um, that's like the, do you think all teasing's bad? A little boy's like, no. It's like, why not? It's like, well, some of it's just playful fun. And then, like, how do you think Jesus feels about it? Yeah, I agree. That's very interesting. Those are some very interesting questions. Um, I don't think this is a bad episode. I think it's fun in a lot of respects. And I think it deals with, like, a serious problem. But it is, as you said, kind of goofy. The dentist is like, let's really scare your brother. That's how to solve it. Yeah, I'm surprised the parents aren't a little... I'm not saying mad at the dentist, but, like, I could see a parent getting a little upset that the dentist thought playing that big of a prank was okay. Yeah, I feel like it would have worked better had, like, the dentist been there, like, dad or yes. something. And, like, it was more like, I think it could have worked better, like, the dad being like, I'm going to tease my son. I, I, I don't disagree, but, hey, it, it's all good, clean fun. Uh, I, I, and, again, this is a problem of another Family Fortress episode we'll cover. How old is this girl? She seems pretty young. Well, because she talks like a three or four year old, but she's and she it sounds like she doesn't have all of her teeth in yet because they say she has teeth in the back. But a tooth's already falling out. I Maybe she so pro tip for pro tip for the kids who don't listen to this episode as I was. A, and when I was a youngin, I figured out the best way to get to lose a tooth is, you know, those resin candies. Yes. I would chew one, and those things are so chewy. I There was two different occasions I lost a tooth I didn't even know was loose by eating those candies. Right. So maybe she had just been munching on some of those. Right. Also, maybe people start losing their baby teeth at that point. I don't know. But that sounds like that might be a dental issue. 
<laughs> just, just from how young she sounds. Well, it's back in the 80s when, like, high schoolers looked like adults. True. Although, who knows? Maybe I had an Arthur mouth and didn't start losing my teeth until I was six. I don't think I lost and started losing my teeth until I was, like, eight. Uh, maybe not that young. Maybe seven. Who knows? But, like, it it could be a lot of different things. Maybe, maybe it was supposed to be that she sounded younger, and the reason for that was because she was losing teeth. Maybe that was the direction they were going. Possibly, but again, they mentioned she doesn't have teeth in the front. Oh. Okay. But anyway, but I will say, kind of a mean-spirited joke from the brother. And I get sometimes those kind of jokes are mean, but that, like, to me, mentally crossed a line. Anyway, um... Everyone has... is Everyone's in the wrong in this ep- in, in that episode. I agree. Doing unto others, sixth grader Johnny Bickle tries to figure out how to practice the golden rule. So this would be an Isaac episode like 10 years later for sure. I thought it wasn't. I mean, is it? I I always thought this was an Isaac episode. Oh, it is. It was remade as Isaac the Benevolent. Because I remember the TV subplot got remade. I couldn't remember if the other plot got remade. What was it in the original? Or in the remake. Uh, in the re- it, It's basically the same, just Isaac. Okay, I thought you were saying the TV thing wasn't there. No, I remember the TV subplot getting into an Odyssey episode. I couldn't remember if the Doing Unto Others one did. Okay. Now, let me say this. I never really understood the Officer Harley things based on the episode he appeared in. But this was the first one where I, like, heard, like, when listening to the Harley episodes, I was like... Oh, he really is very goofy. <laughs> yes. He's really like, like, wait a minute, like, are you competent as an adult? I, I, I would agree, because just to use Wooten as an example, he was always goofy, but you could also buy when he started talking about something serious. I don't know if Harley started talking about the Bible lesson of the episode, if I could take it seriously. Yeah. And so I kind of get why, like, as I listened to Harley episodes, I kind of more and more got why it was, like, a whole, like, issue. Like, like, Harlow Doyle is always played up for jokes. Absolutely. But he's also very clearly supposed to be a comedic character. Officer Harley's, like, kind of weird in terms of, like, what he's supposed to be. Like, he's supposed to be a, a comic character, but at the same time... It's like they're also trying to make him, like, down to earth. Yeah, it is a little strange. Where, like, Harlow Doyle works because he's so... Like, you don't... They're not trying to make him down to earth. He's, like, a totally goofy detective. Definitely. I mean, the problem is because they remake this as Isaac the Benevolent. I don't know how much there is to say outside of your Harley. Right. I don't want to... And because we have to talk about this later, I don't... I think we should save it for the Isaac, the benevolent discussion. I'm just double checking if there's anything else. Oh, in these Harley episodes, it is kind of nice to hear what the Odyssey USA introduction sounded like because they chose not to edit in the normal one. It's true, which is good to mention that like Chris, they used to say her last name. That is true. What was it? It was Chris. Oh. I do not remember. We'll probably 
I was just, it was always funny when it's like, and I'm Chris. Da, 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 da. I was like, what? I'm checking to see if it's here. I'm sure it'll come up again. Anyway, moving on. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Uh, nothing to fear. Shirley Ziegler seems to be afraid of everything, but when Shirley's courage is put to the test, she has to put her fears behind her. First controversial episode. Paul, why would you say it's controversial? Well, it's the first one where they got negative letters because of the nightmare scene. Oh, because how creepy it was? Yes. It is pretty creepy with the mouse. I agree. It's a little dark. But I actually always kind of liked this episode i feel like it's i also feel like this is like a pretty good odyssey episode like it reflects some of the later ones on absolutely but it's also like a pretty like small scale stake sort of thing but it like works because a kid would it like makes sense for a kid yes although i will say uh the episode ending with them not finding the mouse was a little surprising yeah that's true Maybe that's just me, but like I compl- when Connie comes in with the thing on the sidewalk, I'm like, oh, they found the mouse. Oh, no, it's a bug. Because, you know, an Odyssey episode today would totally have ended with them finding the mouse. Mm. I-, I am having this debate about if what the boy did, if what Jake did was OK, because it did help Shirley get over her fears. At the same time, we did kind of vandalize the basement. Yeah, I would I would not say it's OK, because that's is that really the reason she he's trying to do is to get her over her fears? No. Right. It was an unintended consequence. Yeah. She's like saying I'm not as upset about it because it like helped her, but it's not like. True. It's not like she's saying he was in the right to do it, but she's like, I'm I'm grateful he did it because it led to this, but. That's just a, a happy consequence of God turning a sinful, bad situation into something good. Absolutely. But no, I, I think you're right. Again, I think this is getting closer and closer to what we would call modern Odyssey. Again, mostly a bottle episode inside of Wit's End. Yeah. Minus a cutaway for the nightmare. Mm-hmm. But uh, we now have to get to it. Addictions can be habit-forming. A young girl named Joey tries a variety of bizarre methods to get her friend Stephanie to go on a diet. So, this is the episode they often mention as the Harley breaking point because he holds someone up with a cucumber. Yeah, I also basically tells a girl to tell her friend to not eat. I was about to say, this episode is also weirdly fatphobic. 
Yeah, like it's it's here's clearly what it was. They wanted to do a drug episode, and the Odyssey people were like, "No, but do like a corollary for drugs." Yes. Like, they're like, you can talk about drugs, but you can't actually have a character taking drugs. Agreed. And I just want to say, I said last week, I think part of the reason Lights Out Wits End gets mentioned is because of the rap is so goofy and it's like something we can all laugh at now. This episode is both worse for Harley and worse as an episode, just because I do think it sort of implies if you pray hard enough, you won't be fat anymore. I don't think it's necessary. I get what I get that connection but that's i don't feel like that's quite what they're going for it also feels like wit is not is not like condemning enough of joey well i don't know if he needs to be condemning but it definitely sounds like stephanie you have a problem and we need to figure it out well right it's but it's also like weird because the setup is just like I was, presumably, she's a little overweight, right, and she never, ate two pizzas. That was one thing. They never say how big she is, so, like, are we supposed to believe, like, maybe she's just got a little bit of a stomach, or maybe she's 400 pounds, who knows? I I highly doubt it was 400 pounds. Okay, I was but, like, that's the problem. It's, like, she's like, oh, I'm. can I have a second pizza? It's like, and like, presumably she's a little heavy. It feels just like. Absolutely. It it feels a little too condemning of everything. And so. But then I think this episode was made today. And they, and like, if this episode was still in like active, easily to see circulation. Besides the Officer Harley collection. I mean, kind of is because now it's on the club. But, but like, you, like people would write in saying like, "How dare you like make it like a like be, which is being like, well, you should let her like she should be able to eat instead of being like you like it's horribly unhealthy and dangerous to like stop a person from eating any food." I would concur with that. Um, I think this is a, mm, we'll get to castles and cauldrons when we get to it. But, you know, this is obviously early Odyssey kind of more calling people on the carpet. And I do think, like, just because you used drugs earlier, it's like when in first grade they teach you, you know, smoking is bad, which, I mean, it, it is. But, like, how many random strangers got called out by kids in the middle of the park because they were smoking? Right. I, I'm just saying that kind of feels similar. Like, suddenly is your is suddenly a slightly rounder kid at church going to get... Well, the episode doesn't slam her for being fat. It slams her for having a problem she can't figure out, which they never really mm-hmm. tell you what that problem is. So. Yeah, and then it's, I mean, just bad to be like, also, I just feel, if they released this episode today as like a new episode, they would get so many emails about the the fat shaming, the representation of the police officer, the fact a police officer tackled a young girl. This is true. Did she, I think he tackled her or at least like pretended holding him up at gunpoint and like this like corollary for drugs like talking about drugs this is like just an episode where they would have gotten so much bad mail and they probably did even at the time yeah 
but, but it's good to see a continuing um reference to the pizza machine. Yes, I agree. I think this is the last time it's mentioned for a while. Yeah. All right. Last one for this episode. The Tangled Web. In a story written by Wit, Connie learns about the consequences of telling little white lies and how those affect those that we love. So, classic episode, I feel like. Yes. I often remember listening to this one. Maybe it was just in my player as a children, as a child, and I didn't bother to take it out of the CD player. But I remember hearing this episode a lot. And I feel like... There's a lot of, like, good and bad in this episode. I feel like it's a good message. I mean, okay, I guess here's the thing. I'm conflicted because I like the fact that, like, there's not any real consequences instead of people believing one thing, and it's just he has to live with it. Yes. But I guess it's this fact that the episode's called The Tangled Web, that there wasn't, like, someone, like, hurt from it. I was about to say, even though the idea is supposed to be he's haunted by this for the rest of his life, it's not like a random person got arrested or, I mean, I guess the police wasted some time. Yeah. And we all came to the town square to give him a citation. Yeah, which, I mean, it's a story. It's not real life. It's, like, supposed to be, like, a little parable. It does make me wonder if this was originally, like, an idea for, like, a series in Odyssey they had about, like, reading Wit's books. Well, I was about to say, because Wit even calls this story a little far-fetched. Yeah. So I wonder if, A, it was a family portrait episode they thought was too goofy. Or, B, I think you're right, because they kind they spend a good chunk of the first couple minutes setting up that Wit wrote all of these books. Yeah, like, it, it feels like, um... Uh, it, it feels like it's something they could have done. Right. And I would even say like a pared down nine minute version of this could be like a kid's radio story years later. Yeah. I feel like they came up with so many avenues for telling stories like what having someone read his little books didn't really seem necessary. I also think it was I, I could also see it kind of turning into, well, what qualifies as an Odyssey kid story and what qualifies as a wit book story i wonder if the reason is i wonder if they wrote this episode not originally having it be like disconnected and people being like isn't that a little far-fetched or be like how do you convey that like he just lives with this guilt right well and actually interestingly the scene with the neighbor that was originally officer harley yeah, so I would not ha- be surprised if originally this was just supposed to be a normal episode. They called it too far-fetched, and they're like, you can't have the character get away with it at the end. Absolutely. I, it also, as a written story, because he goes to Wit's End and Officer Harley was in it, it is kind of like, does Wit just write what he knows? Yeah. You could also see a person where, like, this is wit coming to terms with something he did as a child. Yeah. So, I think it's a good episode. Again, I think it's a good continuation of Connie's arc. The story itself is good, Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a... I, it's like, I think it's a good story. It's just, like, part of me is, like, I wonder if for a kid you need like at least like even if he holds the guilt in something that's more just like oh people think he like 
tried to like fight off a robber. Right. Well, according to again, according to the wiki, the original script did end with him confessing. And they never say why they changed it. I mean, I guess it's probably to like let Wick give Connie this little message at the end. Mm-hmm. But right. Since no, I mean, other than everyone wasted a couple days of their time looking for this guy and going to this citation meeting. I don't really know who got hurt. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily someone has to get hurt. The idea is supposed to be it hurt Jeremy a lot, but. Yeah. So. Interestingly, this was released in the book Radio Scripts Volume 2 with Officer Harley still in it, so. I feel like they didn't look. That's possible. I feel like they were just like, uh, yeah, let's release some of our scripts. Uh, a copy, paste. Crap, we left Harley in. That's actually very possible. All right, that wraps up this episode. Uh, join us again next time for the next six episodes of Adventures in Odyssey. Actually, how did we feel about these as Odyssey continues to evolve? I mean, you definitely see things getting much more... You you see it starting to get more and more like classic Odyssey. Yes. I think there's more in here that feels like classic Odyssey episodes. Um I I feel like we we see some of the most I mean, I think the addictions or habit forming is a very bad episode from a lot of different perspectives in terms of like the message, how things are treated. Definitely. Like, it honestly could be, like, like, in terms of, like, problems with, like, what the episode's about, like, one of the worst Odyssey episodes. That's actually probably very true. Because, like, I don't think Odyssey, like, I think Odyssey trips up, definitely. But, like, I think, like, there's so many, like, trip-ups that, like, that episode would be so bad if it came out today and i still feel like in the 80s it's still kind of bad absolutely it's not a case of it didn't age well it's a case of oh my yeah it's like what yes this is definitely the worst of harley it's the worst of again i get it's an early episode but you i wish they had figured something else out for drugs i mean they do later but I think it's interesting to see them test concepts if we are right in the Tangled Web was supposed to kind of be the first in a Connie Reed's Wit Stories series that just never continued. It only took them, like, what, 10 years to figure out, like, instead of drugs, it can be a bear. It was a chicken. A chicken. Even worse. I know. All right. Well, that wraps it up. We'll see you next time for the next six episodes. Again, uh, email us at an, at an adventure through odyssey at gmail.com. Follow us on Patreon to hear these episodes a few days early and ad free, plus fun exclusive content. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.